Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, the weekly Vanguard podcast brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night, and happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt, and I still haven't gotten my check yet. I'm Rupier. they haven't even started processing my check yet. Happy St. Patty's Day? (laughs) (laughs) According to the IRS website, I'm supposed to get mine by the time you're hearing this today, but we'll see how that turns out. Um, Must be nice. Yep. Sick brags. Yep. I uh, I think it's because like if you did your ta- like if you do your taxes early. Oh, I definitely did not. Yeah. <laughs> the, they'll they'll like move you to the thought. Oh, okay, so you want to give us money? Fine. We'll we'll throw throw something in your direction. Um. But uh, yeah. So this week we're uh, it's a little bit of an omnibus, but uh, I thought we would start with uh they revealed the um like the first couple of uh i guess ride chains is that what we're calling them um yes yeah so uh-huh. first couple of ride chains for dart states and cater sanctuary and uh then we noticed that the new starters uh have well, i know I, I assumed everyone else noticed this beforehand i'm just kind of dumb <laughs> what do you mean like we had scans of the other starters, right? Yeah. But, like, this is the first time that I've ever, I've ever saw, like, a starter, like, actually, like, previewed. So it's the only time I really paid attention because I'm kind of, I just assumed the starters were, like, the starters. They just, like, I saw one and I saw it said draw a card and assumed it was the same. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Reading is yes. hard. It happens. Because I know they removed Quick Shield and I was like, oh, so I guess it's, like, the same card. But then I noticed it says one is wrote upon if you went second, draw a card. Yeah. Yes. Which, didn't they announce that they would be doing that at the start of Overdress? I would like to reiterate that I didn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, we Yu-Gi-Oh now, where you don't draw going first. You guys think you, or every other game that's ever existed in the history of card games is where you eventually stop drawing going first in every single one of them? Well, wait, no. You still draw going first. You just don't get a draw off your starter. Right, so yeah. it's like it's like if you got your draw off your starter and you didn't draw for turns exactly the same. Yeah. The point so is, like you, you have don't get one the draw. less draw than your opponent who's going second. Correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're Yu-Gi-Oh now. But I guess I guess the games where like you still draw going first are like Weiss and uh, there's some other game that I'm not thinking of. Magic doesn't do it, do they anymore? No, Magic nobody draws. Uh, nobody draw. No, uh, nobody going first draws unless you're playing multiplayer and then everyone draws. Uh, no, there's another game. Magic nobody like. draws ever, forever. Everyone's stuck with the hand they start with. No, no, there's another game I was thinking about, like, where where everyone draws in their first turn, but nobody cares. Pokemon. Pokemon, okay. <laughs> nobody nobody cares, because everyone's drawing, like, 20 cards turn Pokemon, so yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what, is that? What, is, what does a card mean? Yeah, I think Pokemon is the one game where card advantage doesn't mean anything. I mean, yeah, there's like times when it does, but it it is definitely not like the mo the it is definitely not a pressing thought. <laughs> yeah, like even in in Vanguard, like card advantage means a lot less compared to something like Magic or Yu Gi Oh, where like even like a plus one is a big fucking deal. And then in Vanguard, it's like I'm just gonna call this thing from the deck. Oh, I lose. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Vanguard is also a game where you can make a tactically correct decision and lose because your opponent turned over two yellow cards. Mm-hmm. Or yep. or two green cards and then a yellow that's, card. That's card game sometimes, though. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so I, I noticed that because I guess I'm slow. Um, but we already knew that, so it's fine. Oh, and by the way, according to uh, Gleaming Garmore, which uh, check out her channel if you haven't already, she apparently can beat all of us up in a fight. I believe that. Yeah. yeah the best. Probably. The best part was was she go Matt and Atlas. I can take like that. Root beer, though. I don't know what root beer is gonna do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're the wild stick. card. <laughs> See, I was trying to figure out if I was being called out because. And I know she, I know she's gonna listen to this, which is great. Yeah, I didn't know if I was being called out because like, I like like I was gonna respond or that I really hate list content. <laughs> yeah, well, because it was like, one of those it was one of those tier lists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which thing am I being called out for? Because I do really dislike all list content, basically. Yeah. Like every time Prozy listens to like or like lists like posts some video that's like the top ten Pringles flavors, I'm like I don't, nobody cares about this, right? Yeah. And then you know you look at the view count and you're just depressed. Yeah. I'm just I, like, well, no. It's not like she did it specifically to. No, 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 know, and, and I fully, yeah. fully expect that it probably didn't even cross her mind. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it, it was just funny to me that like Matt, you and I are, are the. To, like we're we're bigger than root beer. <laughs> oh, but yeah, by a lot. Like, by a lot. Yes, I am easily the shortest person here. But he's the scrappiest, and that's the scary part. Oh. <laughs> root beer could be crazy. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. Like so a... anyway, uh, the rest of this ride chain, right, is about, and this is kind of, I guess, the di esque like faction of dark states. Is that what this is supposed to be? I guess so. Yeah. Or it's just like you know how history is. Eventually, like there's no, you know, the border borders blur. You're you're just like a. <laughs> it's a bunch yeah. of edgy psychic dudes. There you go. That's the way to do oh, it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it's the um, what's the name of the break ride for, Dentarian? Yes. Yeah, it's the yeah. Dentarian faction of <laughs> <laughs> of um of dark states except with a master of gravity which is pretty dope actually that is a sweet name for sure being a master of gravity is probably pretty good in their football games i also love <laughs> electro spartan that's a sweet name too yeah it is a name yeah. that guy is uh that guy is something so anyway the grade one is the uh when placed on van you soul charge one and then on rear guard it has a continuous that during your turn if your soul has 10 or more cards it gets power plus 1000 18k for free basically could be a booster yeah which would be a sizable booster, and at worst, it's 18k on its own. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, so like, if you're running low on cards, you just move them to the front and mm -hmm. get a poke out of them. And the grade two is Electro Spartan, that when it's rode upon by the grade three, you can put a card from your hand to soul, draw a card, and soul charge one. So it's basically a plus two soul when you ride it when you ride the crack grade three on it, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. you will because ride deck. Yep. Um, <laughs> and bonus you get to put a specific card from your hand to soul so if there's a card you want in soul already hey you get uh you get to put that card in soul in yeah that that's some spike brothers shit right there yeah that's really nice yeah uh it's not spike brothers because this is draw a card <laughs> right of course i forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> although that doesn't really apply much to modern spike brothers but it will forever live on in the uh spike brothers which is minus for no reason yeah <laughs> And and yet a guy made an entire channel out of that clan. So yeah, it's because Spike Brothers is dope. Who are yeah? Who are we to complain? <laughs> and proof <laughs> is too good. Yeah, true. It also has that when it's placed on rear, you can counterblast one to Soul Charge two, which is actually pretty expensive for Soul Charge two. It's kind of counterblast one is a pretty high cost. 
Yeah. But that, that being said, we don't know the kind of overall state of um of costs like in the game. Yeah. And like we've seen a lot of uh Stoke the new Stokea stuff and like their costs and how they associate. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen a lot of costs out of dark states yet, especially not a lot of counterblast costs. Yeah. And this could easily be a deck where Brother Soul is like, you know, maybe they're looking at that card because it is, despite being a minus one for two soul, if the other option is counterblast one for two soul, you know, by placing a unit, maybe it's not so bad to have a, a disc, you know, discard a card and get two soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll see how that turns out. Obviously, we don't know right now. We don't know a lot of the cards around that are surrounding it, but it's definitely something to think about. And then the payoff is the grade three Master of Gravity Borrow Magnus. Something um, like that. Something yeah. that sounds like a, like a Trojan mm-hmm. condom, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when it attacks, you can counterblast one, and you do uh, the following effects according to number of cards in your soul. Perform all the following effects according to the number of cards in your soul. So if you have five or more, you get to draw a card. If you have ten or more, you still get to draw a card, and then he gets 10k in a crit. And if you have 15 or more, um, and this is actually really important, I you, love uh, this, this so much. Actually, so you're both you and your opponent put all of your rear guards into soul. Then you choose two cards from your soul, call them to rear guard, and those units power plus ten thousand. So let's think about this. Let's say you have like a fairly modest board, right, of the grade one to eighteen k attacker, mm-hmm. and like anything else, and you're like, all right, attack for you know, eighteen with a column, right? And then mm-hmm. attack with my 18k attacker by itself. Attack with my Vanguard, counterblast one, eat everything, spit everything back out, have a 28k attacker, and like you know maybe another like 18k attacker, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 20, 23 of the crit, 18, uh, 28. <laughs> yeah, it's like this seems sweet to me. <laughs> and realistically, by the time you get to 15 soul, as far as we know, it's probably your second turn, so you probably also have a Persona ride. Yeah. So, either 15 soul will take a lot of effort to get to, which will be great. Mm-hmm. It'll be much like it was back when it was like Blaming Ragey, right? Yes. Or like, mm. uh, like much slower, much more deliberate, and you have to dedicate a lot more cards to reach that goal. Yeah, but it like hits like a truck, <laughs> hopefully. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, and and I think that's fine, right? And, I, and you know, obviously we don't know how these things are, these things are going to play out, but I really like uh, I really like the way. Um, like Zorga's designed, and I really like the way this card is. Uh, this card is set up too, and it just look it look it, look, it looks sweet, honestly. Yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. does. Um, and the art is also pretty good. Just want to throw that yeah. out there. And then we what's also... the, uh, the 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 mega colony looking dude for Dark States? The one that like restand your Bruce. What? Bruce. Violence Bruce. Yeah. So he once again we have a uh, like a clashing play style between mm-hmm. Bruce and uh, Trojan Man over here versus like the the Chonky Wolf and Zorga. Right. Where, again, I think it, it'll be interesting because now you have two separate decks possibly mm-hmm. um, within and the nation. Good, and that's a good point because they said they were going to have part of it supporting the TD decks mm-hmm. and part of it being a new archetype. And so this is very clearly the new archetype. Yeah. And uh, also, Bruce Soul Blast a bunch, and this you want to keep it so you can do do your thing, right? And that's uh, what makes it mm-hmm. ob- and that's why I think yeah. is good um, good reveal order as well because you know this is not the card that's for Bruce. Yeah. Yes. 
And the best part is he's ribbed for her pleasure, so. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even really see his ribs, can you? (laughs) He ain't got them abs. Oh, I still need to do a video where it's that tier list of, I know Matt hates list content, but like the tier list of abs. (laughs) Okay, uh, we're just going to make a bunch of content we all hate. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> under his breath oh my god what's wrong with me um i noticed that we also got a uh like a little a gaggle of uh promos for all the nations but the whale apparently i guess they're just not gonna do that for a while Wait, really yeah oh um yeah oh these ones yeah 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 so it uh, is weird that these promos range wildly in quality where three of them are very similar, and then you have two of them that are just really weird. Yeah, like, so, the the one that sticks out the most is uh, Prescription Angel for Cater Sanctuary, um, which is a you know, grade one AK. When your Vanguard is attacked, you can counterblast and retire itself. You choose a face-up card from your damage zone, call it to guard, and then put the top card of your damage zone face-up. Um, so reeks of angel feather, uh, and this is kind of that first foray, uh, away from the paladin playstyle. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if this card's actually good. Mm-hmm. The cost seems really heavy to me, especially in Cater Sanctuary, where you, like, if you're playing, um, Bastion, right? Yeah. Uh, CB for this is not really worth it, because you could be paying CB on the, on the order, the grade three order that says draw two cards and give you a 5k. Yeah. Yeah. So it just doesn't seem value to spend counterblast on basically probably a five or a ten k shield upgrade uh, when you could just draw two cards um, with you know with using two of them. But it could it could I I don't know how obviously I don't know how the bastion decks gonna look after the set one drops. But I'm just saying I I don't like it on from the onset. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I'm just more excited that this is something that like they're they're willing to go. We got you, Angel Feather. Like they're they're not leaving it completely behind for all Paladin all the time. Which, yeah, they're willing to pay a mod, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I I was honestly kind of worried that they were going to do that because, uh, Paladins kind of absorb a lot of attention. So true. Yeah. Um, it I, I'm less jazzed about the effect and more jazzed that the effect exists. I see. I see. Yeah. Um, and then while we're on the topic of paying homage to old clans there was also direful doll violetta so if your soul has 10 or more cards you can counter blast one and call it to rear guard circle so it's like a pale moon card but also kind of a darker regulars card since you need a bunch of soul yeah mm-hmm. and it's like almost a nightmare doll but not quite honestly if <laughs> i w- now i wish that the nightmare doll stuff just said doll instead of nightmare doll because this would honestly, <laughs> this would honestly be pretty useful in the Nightmare Doll deck because they have hand advantage problems. So just being able to go, all right, I get a free body well, that like, I can. Suck nightmare up. dolls don't care about having other Nightmare Dolls aside from Grade Threes riding each other. They all just care about Workeroids. Well, they care about like you know sucking three, you know Workeroids. Is it a Workeroid? I didn't, I didn't get a good look at the, the race. Yeah, I mean- I believe it is. If I'm reading, it, if I'm reading the um, Katakana correctly, it says Wa, and I can't read the middle ones. But it says Wa Roidal. Yeah, so, so I assume it's work. It's a work right. So like, you, you might be able to like splash this in there, but I just wish that it had like the 
either ha- be a nightmare doll still because like I don't think dolls uh, age. Mm-hmm. You just keep one from three thousand years ago, uh, or or you know wish that retroactively the nightmare doll stuff just said doll instead of nightmare doll. Well, they're never changing that. So yeah. yeah. They had infinite opportunities to try to change any of that, and they chose not to. So they, I would assume they continue yeah. to not do that. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think Nightmare Doll support actually cares about Nightmare Dolls, though. Yeah, so. right. I, I think the modern. Kind of, I think they've already messed it up enough where they mostly ignored it anyway. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, this was kind of a moot point, point. and then the rest of the promos are all just really generic and like kind of bad because two of them are on hits and the other one needs to be set up. Yeah. So the, what was it, um, the Brandgate one is on hit Soul Charge, like after, the thing it boosted if it hit Soul Charge, who cares, and then uh, the one for Stoicaea, like, all, you almost had it, what, boosted that it hits Vanguard if it's third battle of this turn, period, you retire it and then counter charge, there's too many hoops to jump through. Yeah. I actually think the Rapid Charger is not that bad. Why do you say that? Um... I mean, it's something that, like, Brandgate, at, at least at the moment, doesn't mind. Uh, but, like, yeah, I, it, I don't think it's great, but I think it's better than the, the other on it, probably. Mm-hmm. And then there was Blazing Spear Dragon, where it's placed on rear guard circle. If your opponent has no units in the same column as this unit, Carol Blast 1 and gets power plus 10,000 until end of turn. The guards are treasures. Should have just been free. <laughs> This might be the worst card of all of them all. Yeah. Yeah. I just, <laughs> Again, I just find it amusing that like, uh, Dark States and Keter Sanctuary got interesting cards, and then we have two on hits of a card that requires way too much setup and a counter blast. Yeah. I just I keep having to remind myself that like <clears throat> this is a another reboot where at the beginning the skills are gonna be weaker. Like I keep having to hit myself because. So much of this, like, is just so, uh, like, just blah in Did comparison. You guys see the art for Orfisto, though? No. Cardinal Deus Orfisto. They, uh, that, yeah. That's the reveal for next week, and it looks sick. That's a sweet name, too. That's like, mm-hmm. uh, feels like something out of the... Yeah, the it's Daisuke Yuzuka, so you already know what the art looks like. But, oh, nice. Um, but it, it looks like a Link Joker unit, but, like, vaguely chaos-ish. Yeah. Interesting. Right? So that's, that, that's pretty hype. That could be me. Who knows? Yeah. And also, we have a Dragon Empire boss that's, like, not a dragon. Whack. Is it also the dope. Genesis of the Five Grades? Is that the cover card, right? No. Oh. No, no they, next week they were also going to reveal, like... What's it called? Heavy Cannon of Dusk Eugen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he just looks like an Eradicator dude. I mean, well, maybe it's the Empire part, not the dra- Dragon part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be a really great thing. Is like It's like Dragon Empire. Yeah, it's Dragon, also Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I assume that the cover card is kind of the thing that goes with um, Nirvana. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll, we'll find that out eventually. Mm-hmm. Probably. I, I don't know. I just, I really like the idea of them kind of, like, splitting hairs like that. That's just, That sounds very Bushiroad-esque. To... Oh, yeah. It would be it'd be quite funny. Yeah. Also, we got a bunch of OTT-type cards 
Mercator Sanctuary. There we go. Yeah, so there's Triconnect Sorceress, which is just the starter right on it. If you went second, draw a card. And then there's Tear Square Sorceress, where if it's rolled upon by the Grade 2, you can Counter Blast 1, draw a card. And then once per turn, if your drive check reveals a trigger, Counter Blast 1, uh, put one of your opponent's front row rear guards to the bottom of their deck. Interesting. Wait, what? I have something to say about this. <laughs> so... People obviously think that you're trying to the, like, tucking thing. But I realize how, like, perfectly that fits the whole OTT thing, where, like, if the OTT thing is about looking at the top card of your deck and seeing, predicting the future or whatever, in theory, the opposite of that is putting the opponent's stuff on the bottom of their deck. Um, yeah. Sure. Sure. I'm just saying it fits, that's it. I don't think we have anything that searches out the entire deck yet. Do we? Uh, I think, no, the Dragon Empire cards can search out Trickstar, so they can just get back the thing that you took. Well, depending on what it is. Well, if you send back Verena, Trickstar goes where? Robson? I think it just stays. Or? I have no idea, actually. Yeah, like, do they go go together, or do they, like, are are they a team, say? I don't know. Yeah. I assume all of this will be answered in due time. Mm-hmm. Or we already know the answer, and I just, again, wasn't paying attention. No. Yeah. And then we also have Pentagleam Sorceress, so when it's rolled upon by the grade three, you can look at the top three cards of your deck, put them on top in any order. OTT. And then also, when it's placed on rearguard circle, look at the top card of your deck, put it on top or bottom. If you put it on the bottom, it gets power plus 2,000 until end of turn. Hey, a generic stacking card that can find grade threes for bastion mm-hmm. and also does that little two uh, 2k boost like uh matt brought up where it was like it's a small but significant boost in uh, power. for the grade two or no just like getting 2k like you, you think it's kind of nothing well, but it's, it... it's more important for the grade three because hitting 15 plus 8 is 23 yeah mm-hmm uh, but here it's like less relevant because you're not really hitting anything particularly. Yeah. Plus, 2K doesn't seem like very much. Yeah, and it doesn't and then even hit, like a great throw. So it's it's contextual there, right? It's not just that it's uh, getting 2K; it's that it's getting 2K that matters. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then there's Hexa Orb Sorceress, where when your drive track reveals a trigger unit, you can choose one of your rear guards against power plus 10,000 until end of turn. And then act once per turn. If you Persona Road this turn, you can Counter Blast 1, Soul Blast 1, reveal a critical or front trigger from your hand and put it on top of your deck, and it gets drive plus 1 until end of turn. Hmm. Setting up triggers is pretty good. Yes. I appreciate that they're at least trying to make people play front triggers even though i'm pretty sure her decks will become some amount of crits draws and heals very quickly we'll see yeah i, I don't really get the point of fronts if they're done of excels anymore like doesn't it make it kind of a moot thing? we'll find out uh, yeah and like so far the one aggro deck we do know about emphasizes the back row so front triggers don't do as much mm-hmm. this card is quite slow though yes it is I feel like you maybe just want to play the ride chain up to grade two for the plussing, 
and then you want the Great Two anyways because it can stack your deck, and then you just play Bastion on top of it. Mm, let's see. Because Bastion's Ride Chain relies a lot on just having Grade 3s in your hand early, so I feel like that's too inconsistent. This one, you just get the plus one, and then you just play the Grade 2 as a normal rear guard to stack for Bastion. Makes sense. And, you know, any other stacking cards they reveal will just kind of make Bastion better, because you just play however many Grade 3s will make the deck consistent, and then shove a bunch of stacking cards to get his restand off. Mm -hmm. I really hope that they start, uh, they have stuff that, like, gives your Grade 3s shield, because that's going to be a problem fast if, mm -hmm. uh, You've got to run a bunch of great threes. And, like, you know, before the problem was shield, but also the right consistency, and that's not a thing anymore. So it it seems like, you know, just do do the do the die liner thing, right? Die liner is pretty sweet. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yes, it is. Very well-designed card, that thing. I like it. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to get some newer version of Bastion that works with, that gives your grade three shield, so you have something to work with. Mm-hmm. Here's hoping. But, you know, while we're on the topic of deck building, one of the other omnibus ideas that I had was like, how do you think deck building is going to be affected now that orders actually matter and they're things you want to actually put in your deck, but also, you know, with the ride deck, you can kind of fiddle with your ratios a bit more? Uh, you, I think you have a lot more freedom, uh, especially with even with just the ride deck alone, you'd have a lot more freedom on how you build your deck to begin with. Mm -hmm. um but like now like minus persona ride you could uh and you could make a deck with one great three in it right yeah you, you really want it i obviously would not but you one you have a like so much more freedom over how your deck has to be built like basically before you always had to um like have like a certain number of grade ones grade twos grade three it's just to be able to hit normally right yeah, mm -hmm. like now it's just you don't need that. that there's none of that anymore. Like you couldn't have a deck like uh, Zorga with the old rule setup, right? You couldn't put enough. Like you can't put a bunch of orders in your deck and expect your ride consistency to hold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or like it because of the ride deck that that such a thing is even possible. And not yeah. in a way. I really but... like that you can. Like, in theory, you could... You're probably not going to run one grade three because Persona Ride is a good ability. You'd probably just run the four. One in the ride deck, three in the main deck, and then that leaves... So if you if in before you would run, like, what, six to eight to ten grade threes? So now that's, uh, you know, two, two to six more spaces to do whatever the hell you want with. Um, right? Yeah, and that's pretty awesome. And also, and uh, grade ones had a like higher level of usage in V because of the ten k shield. But what if they had chopped off the five the five k shield of the grade ones so that you can play with those ratios more? Like, what if we end up getting? More de like we're start you know we're seeing some defensive uh, card design, 
like it's getting more frequent with uh, more of these reveals. So with less shield on your grade ones, that means you can play with the ratio even more then. Because you're not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, cuckolded into having to run. I gotta run these grade ones not because they have good effects, but because they're 10k shields. I need that for the early game or whatever. Basically, I'm going back on my previous position of, oh man, they made the grade ones into 5k shields. Like I get the feeling there's something to it now. The more I see these reveals. Gotcha. Yeah. Possibly. Huh. Yeah, like, this is mostly just for Zorga right now, but I am a little concerned with how much space you actually You still need actual rear guards to take advantage of your orders. Yeah. And we currently already have, like, three pretty good orders, and you probably want to play some amount of all of them, so... I feel like there might be a little bit of restriction, especially as more and more orders are made where... Just trying to find that balance of how many orders you have in your deck versus rear guards so that you can do things. And also, it's always, it is just always weird that you have an odd number of cards after you take away your starter and triggers. Yeah, that's always been a little weird, for sure. So yeah, that's yeah. one. Like... An idea that I had was, like, maybe we reduce the max number of triggers to 12 so that you have more main deck space to work with. You have more main deck space, and then you also have more, uh, or, like, less chance of luck sacking. Um, mm-hmm. not, not just on the front end with, oh, there's less triggers in the deck, but also on the back end where there's less of a chance of double critting. Except for Barber's Law, of course. But <laughs> in normal math terms. Oh. Yeah. I wish I knew about that. What, <laughs> math terms or Barber's Law? Uh, either. <laughs> I don't know. Also, I, could, like, I could see it being As more thing. Blitz orders are being made, that's another thing that is going to end up affecting deck building at some point. Yeah. Um... I'm not really sure how important that's going to be. I think they would really have to lean into, like, Blitz Orders being good. Because there's that that key of, like, does it make you win or does it make you not lose? Because there's a difference. Yeah. Although, sometimes you just need to not lose for one turn. Mm. I think that's more of a thing here than in something like Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic, where Yu-Gi-Oh! you're not really seeing things like uh, Mirror Force or stuff like that played as much anymore because sure it like first off everything has protection but also the like you're you're not winning that turn you're just stopping the opponent's turn oh. they probably already blew your stuff up anyway yeah. well that's the thing with mirror forces like blowing up your opponent's board is actually still very good it's just everything has protection and you have a million and one ways to get rid of the mirror force before it goes off yeah well, it's either protection or everything floats, right? You're yeah. Like, oh, you mirror forced. I'm gonna plus seven here. Oh, thanks. Cool. Oh man, that was some good shit, man. <laughs> good old hands. I remember, uh, like, mirror force being kind of an expensive card around like the first gold series, and then Starlight Road coming out. <laughs> People would be like, "Oh, Starlight Road. I'm gonna uh, negate the mirror force and get a free twenty five twenty five k body." Easy. Good stuff. Or 2,500, sorry. 
It's Yu-Gi-Oh numbers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. So we've seen like the difference for uh for Cater, we've seen the difference for Dark States, and we've seen the difference for um Stoicaea. We haven't really seen we haven't seen Brand Gates, right? No, but no, we know yeah. what the card is. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know and, it's a Link Joker looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. And they've actually stuck pretty close to the aesthetics of their origin clans, so mm-hmm. So what it do you think it's gonna be? I don't see that's the thing is I don't know. It could be like Star Vader where it locks your opponent's card, but this could also easily be a Messiah type thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where this is kinda difficult because I don't think they wanna put opponent locking in the game alongside the prison because the prison is a more interactive system where you take away their cards and then you have the option of paying bail to get them back, but then with lock it's just like, alright, that circle is gone now. Yeah. You have no way of interacting with it, and I feel like that would just power creep the prison too quickly, so I don't think they want lock if they also want to push the prison. I don't know. Um it's uh it would be it would a lot depend on how they uh value all this stuff too. Yeah. Uh like, you know, they could easily put everything in a kind of a nice like different differently valued which makes it still nice to have a cheaper but similar form of um the prison or maybe a cheaper similar form of lock, say. Mm-hmm. I hope it's something Messiah related cuz uh while that may not like jive aesthetically, I think it would um, be a different play style, and I think that's the what they're aiming for here with the two separate things. Like these are radically different from each other, right? Um, in every case so far, so yeah, uh, yeah, and also like because the prison is already a control deck, like I feel like they would want to do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Watch it be a deleter instead. We were talking about that on the group chat today. I was like, you better fucking not have that be a thing. What else can they do with the link? Like, assuming that they hold true with this pattern of, like, these new nation cards having similar aesthetics to their origin clan, like, unless they also just do, like, trigger reversing, which... I hope not. That would be the name Brand Gate, though, huh? Yeah. And then there's the Desert Gunner-looking dude, which I feel like is just going to be a Narukami-type thing where it cares a lot about retiring your opponent's cards and or your opponent's board being empty. Mm-hmm. That one is pretty easy. I would be surprised if I was wrong, though I would welcome it. I mean, like, in the case of Brand Gate, they freaking made something up for the TD. I would not be surprised if they made another thing up. Like that Brand- would be really cool. Brandgate ends up being like the, the super experimental thing where they're just like, alright, all the new shit is going way off in crazy directions. And okay, mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> if that's how it is, sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited for these sets. I've already secured my pre-orders with with Eric at LOL Chaos, if uh, you want to follow him on Twitter. I should go do that. 
You know what? You don't follow him on Twitter. <laughs> or secure the pre-order. Secure pre-orders. Oh, okay. Got it. Like, we follow him on the Nexus at Night Twitter. account, right? So yeah. that we, Like, anyone we follow with the Nexus at Night account, I am automatically following by having access to it. Yeah, but I more mean, like, just for his follower account, so... He, he's You're more visible, or whatever. I don't know. Throw him a bone. No. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. Um, anything else we want to bring up about uh, this sort of thing uh, before I get into the end spiel here? Because I, I, I had a, a bit of a question about starters, which ironically I'm bringing up at the end. but <laughs> I don't think so. Alright, so with, with the starters having the alright, you only draw if you're going second, do you think they're ever going to bring back starters with like bona fide effects ever again i would doubt it but they might yeah i kind of doubt it too i miss starters with abilities that were like relevant but me too um it's really hard to top getting a free card no matter what you do yes <laughs> and that has been the problem whenever i deck build in premium like i'll see some of these old starters and i'll just kind of want to play them for old time's sake but then I'm looking at these cards and I was like, I could just draw a card, though. Yeah. And, like, unbrick my hand. Well, there's that, and then, like, usually the thing I would end up using the starter's effect for before was something that got me an extra card. So yeah. So it's just yeah. extra steps. Like, Blackboard Parrot, perfect example of this. Put it in soul, pick a rear guard, it, it, when it dies at the end phase, draw a card. Why not just draw the, draw the card? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's like, no point. I was, I was looking at the Harmony starter. I don't remember her name right now, but all it did was like you could bounce it back to hand, and I'm like, okay, so it is a 10k shield, but like, I could just draw a card. That's that's like really hard. That's really hard to put the toothpaste back in that tube, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You're just like, ugh, what a pain in the ass. Um, I think if if they are gonna have starters with effects, it's gotta be something either like really good or it's got to be something involving attacking i think that's like um what's the starter i'm thinking of wasn't there that murakuma one that like after it boosts if it misses it can like bounce around and matt my my uh, close murakuma uh oh yeah i know the guy you're talking about it's a little, his name, kind of looks like a crow sort of it's like a dude in a crow suit oh, i know exactly what you're talking about i don't remember what that guy's name i forgot his name too but like i feel like if they're gonna bring back starters like that they'd have to do something kind of like that where it's pressure related as opposed to advantage related because uh they or already something. they perfectly designed Advantage on well, if, the, the other side you could look at it is you see it now as a guaranteed plus one if you're going second, right? Mm -hmm. And, well, basically the idea is you'd have to make it so it would have to be either something that has a deck building restriction mm -hmm. or something that, um, uh, how do I say, or something that is like a gamble, basically. Um, but, like, I don't think they'll do that because... If you put a deck building restriction that's effectively, um, how do I, uh, like, getting rid of or like power creeping things you've already had. Yeah. 
What if he did like if you if you went first when you wrote on it, you can call it to rare. If you went second, you draw a card. So like you still get a card going first, but it's not especially useful to you because you can't attack with it, can't boost with it, but it's still like a warm body for future turns. That could be interesting. I don't know if they'd ever bring that back, but uh, although I guess it kind of messes up with the um, don't don't a lot of these like ride chains that we're seeing like if you wrote this on top of the dude, you do this. Yeah. So, yeah. but like that doesn't really affect the starter. Hmm. Guess not then. I I thought for some like because remember old old ride chains where it was like if you ride the grade two on top of the grade one if you have the grade zero in soul do the thing <laughs> like I don't know why that was the thing like uh, uh what's his face uh, spectral duke and the Vortimers. stop you from randomly soul blasting it which come which came up sometimes playing sometimes <laughs> yeah or, or either that or like if you miss road you were like oh, okay I'm fucked for the rest of the game then even if I have the grade yeah. two and three you're like oh correct. Thanks. Awesome. Um, which is what made that uh, the Odysseus stuff so frustrating, because it would fix the ride chain for you. You're like, oh, yep. I'm going to put the starter back in and get the grade one. Cool, thanks. I don't know. I I, I put it to you, listener. Is, is there something that Bushiro could do to improve their starters? Do you think that it's a good or bad thing that they got rid of draw on the first turn? Um, what sort of effects would you have? All that good stuff. Uh, as always, if you got custom cards, hashtag Nexus cards on uh, on Twitter if you post them. Uh, we're on there at Nexus at Night. Or if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash Nexus at Night. Thank you to our $10 patrons, Darren and Cole. Uh, if you donate $5 or more a month, get a free free bonus show every week with us and sometimes a guest. Where can they find you guys? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two Gs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. And you can find me at Atlas Novak in the same places. Uh, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good St. Patrick's Day, everybody.